every time we get on here and we have to talk about uh, President Donald Trump and his imbecilic uh, supporters, we just usually dunk on them and not really show their side of the story or their argument. Um, so today, that's what we're going to do. Today, I'm going to shut up. And today, we're going to be listening to Donald Trump supporters defend him, Donald Trump and his racist tweets uh, to the four Congress uh, women last week. So let's get started. <laughs> So yeah, like I said, uh, we're gonna just basically basically be devoting this episode to Trump supporters all over the internet <laughs> and miscellaneous media who um, reacted to Donald Trump's tweets by either praising him or actually condemning him. Uh, and both before we start this, I want to go ahead and give a shout out to um, my uh, buds who started their podcast uh, yesterday. Um, Shout outs to Tristan and Demarcus uh, for for starting their Shades of Blue podcast, man, man, and and man, that episode was very, 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 very intriguing, man. I I love hearing conversion story stories, you know. I love hearing because you know most of us, even the people who watch or listen to this podcast, you know, we we didn't start off as socially progressive. So just hearing people talk about their journey and, you know, how they got to social progressive thought is amazing. So um, make sure you check those guys out. Um, when I release this episode, I will also be uh, putting a link in the description for their episode so you can go check them out. But man, let's go ahead and get into it, man. I want to hear what these Trump supporters have to say. This is going to really work very simple. Um, we're going to sit up here, listen to um, what Trump supporters have to say, and then try to uh, digest them as best as we can. <laughs> so this is the first one is this uh, black man with a receding hairline um, saying uh, Trump wasn't being racist for telling Elon Omar to go back to her country. So let's check this out. So people at the Trump rally were screaming, send her back. And I don't find that to be racist. If you don't like this country, take your butt back home. Bye-bye. We don't want you here. Don't let the doorknob hit you on your way out. And you can't denounce Al-Qaeda? Then you need to take your butt back home. She didn't even want to denounce and condemn Al-Qaeda. Bye-bye. Get up out of here. You don't need to be in this country if you can't respect America. Bye. Okay? If you will take down the flag and spit on it, Get your butt about this country. I don't care where you're from. Donald Trump don't care if you black, white, Puerto Rican. He don't care if you purple, brown, green. If you don't respect America, if you don't like it here, then get out the country. Go find another country. Go find another home and be happy. Don't don't be here disrespecting this country. And I don't care where you're from. I don't care if you are from France. If you are from France and you don't like this country, then we we your butt back home. I don't care if you're from Pakistan. If you don't like this country and you're from Pakistan, pack your bags and stand your butt up out this country, okay? I don't care where you are from. I don't care if you're black, white, purple. Okay, I didn't finish the video, but uh, we kind of got a point of what he was saying. Um... Okay, first of all, basically, this is what happens when you follow tribalism blindly. Like, you end up saying, like, the dumbest shit. Like, when this is the definition of being 
perverted by group thought or being confused by group thought because you end up saying like the stupidest shit i mean so of course i just just before we even get um started into like the other videos i do want to warn people i haven't even seen all these videos yet but i uh, i know there's gonna be for faux patriotism um uh name calling with no direction like people are gonna call like he said uh elon omar uh, uh, al-qaeda sympathizer or uh, uh terrorist or whatever and not really say how, how or why she is and just straight up bigotry and just straight up racism um but yeah, first of all, at, at the beginning when the, this guy says Elon uh, didn't even want to denounce Al-Qaeda. Where did you read that Elon Omar was an Al-Qaeda sympathizer? Uh, see, like like I said in last week's episode, it's like pe- people don't understand what the word anti-Semitic means. Because if they really did, they will understand that the right has some of the most anti-Semitic figures in it. And starting with Ann Coulter, you know, and she's not even like considered alt-light. So it's like, yeah, people, the right is the center of, you know, anti-Semitism because the white is is anti-anything that's not white evangelical. But anyway... And so, so then the guy goes on to just regurgitate what Donald Trump is saying. Basically, if you don't like this country, I don't care if you're from France, you can go back home. So it's like, you know, okay, so what about the people who are from here? And we have a critique of our problem. Where do we go? <laughs> this is what happens when you follow uh, tribalism blindly. Uh, but I can tell that dude was a Trump supporter. He had... He was black and his hairline was, was receding. You know, I, I'm, I don't believe in identity politics and bringing race into stuff. But I, as an organizer, <laughs> as, a, as, as a person who has canvassed the grounds and, you know, helped map field teams. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that guy was a Donald Trump supporter. But this guy, this guy doesn't seem like a Donald Trump supporter. Um... Basically, um, the next video we're going to talk about is uh, the uh, cool black dude with waves, the one that was on the uh, CNN uh, panel. And uh, basically, description is black Trump voter. I still support the president. So I, I want to see this. I want to see how this pans out. I'm not going to look at all of it, but let's see. He got waves. He got waves. Less than a percentage point last time around. And look, got to pull it off this time, pretty much almost for sure. So how do voters there feel about him right now? And those... Oh, basically, uh, just a little background. This is... um. They're talking about key swing uh, uh, state voters, and def- especially in the Rust Belt. Um, Rust Belt is basically the... um part of the country Donald Trump took in 2016 election that was supposed to be reliably Democrat. So that's what she's talking about. Racist tweets. Van Jones was just there today, this morning, and he found out. Show of hands, who voted for Donald Trump in 2016? Raise your hand. Okay, I gotta say, I really love Van Jones. Van Jones has a way of just dis- 
even though I lean more left than Van Jones, like he just has a way of dismantling the conservative argument, like just so neatly. Um, but uh, he he's kind of reminds me of myself because even though I I do feel feel like he's way intellectual, way more intellectual than me, um, I do say that like you know are the same. Uh, the similarities in us is that we both came from very conservative mentorships, um, conservative thought, uh, people who, you know, really, you know, taught conservatism. And now we're just both liberals, lefty liberals. So, yeah, but I like Van Jones, but let's go. Two. So let me focus on you, too. Are you planning to vote for Donald Trump in 2020? Well, I haven't made up my mind yet whether I was going to vote for him or not. Uh, I am leaning uh, more towards him mm-hmm. than I am the other candidates right now. Uh, the economic situation for me and my business is going very well. So, that, you know, economics is a big, important issue here. Gotcha. And what about you? Yeah, I, I am. Um, all this kind of this far left talk is kind of scaring me when it comes to the border. So let's just adjust the elephant in the room. you like a young black dude with tattoos and stuff. Why do you support Donald Trump? given some of his you know, racially inflammatory rhetoric. Yeah. Okay, that is hilarious. I did not know Van Jones just straight on and came out and was like, hey, bro, you you do not look like a black Trump supporter. I did not know he was going to do that. That is hilarious. Okay. Well, I think, so. look, I mean, I was raised in a conservative family, um, and I'm in business. I'm a business consultant, um, and business is great. I don't want to lose that, you know, and I know that, you know, a lot of, oh, so he a corporatist. Okay, all right. A lot of the the rhetoric that comes out of the White House um, off Twitter um, is is concerning. Um, but putting personal um, feelings aside, um, I think that we're having a great economic boom. I mean, people are risking their lives to come here. How do you size up this whole thing where he, where, where President Trump comes out and says uh, to these women, uh, "Go back to your, whatever country you came from." Uh, it's a man in desperation. He's, he's desperate. Desperate he, what? He, to, to be president. The only person he cares about is himself. He rode in on the coattails of Obama. If you- okay, and now the Democratic voters started talking. Um, I don't know again when the black dude starts talking, uh, but I'm not going to watch the whole thing. But, okay, well, something that's, that, that's crazy to me um, is that with this black guy, he basically gave all the points to why we shouldn't vote for Trump, but then came up with the conclusion, hey, I'm going to still vote for Trump, though. And then he said, I will still vote for Trump because even though what he's doing is considered offensive and very controversial, because that's what he says later on, I cannot vote for a Democrat because they're super left ideologies at the border are scaring me. The Republican Party has done a great job not only misnomering theory, but completely strawmanning the Democratic's argue, Democratic voters' argument and the Democratic uh, caucuses' argument that people real life think that Democrats want open borders. Now, you guys know how I feel. Me, I wouldn't mind open borders at all. I do not want open borders do not mean exactly no borders. I feel like I would love an open border situation to where we had strict uh, still had strict regulation at the border. But 
most Democrats in the House and Senate, they just want to change it from a misdemeanor to a civil suit, meaning that you won't get arrested for it. So meaning that if you co-crop crossing the border illegally, it'll just be a civil, a civil offense. And you won't get arrested for it. And you'll just have to show up for court. That's what Democrats want. Democrats do not want an open border policy. And if Republicans think that's an open border policy, damn. I need to shut up when I'm talking about open borders. Because, ah, shit, I don't want to. Because, it, like I said, Republicans have just done a great job of misnomering theory and strawmanning the Democrats' argument. To the point to where, like, Republicans don't even know what Democrats want. <laughs> like, they don't even understand our policies. So, it's like, man, I hope that guy is saved. He has some nice waves. Like, I hope he's saved. I hope he doesn't end up voting for Trump. And again, like, left ideology at the border. That shit crazy. Like, like, okay, so you would rather Donald Trump put up a wall... Let's not even talk about if it's xenophobic or not. You'd rather him put up an appraised $8 billion to $12 billion wall that's not even going to keep immigrants out of our country. Fucking dumbass. Now, I wanted to uh, get to this one because this one looked hilarious. Um, I did see, see a little bit of this clip on uh, Kyle uh, Kilinuski's secular talk, but as soon as it came on, I seen a demographic of women, and I was like, no, I cannot hear what Kyle about to say because I want to give my own opinions on this. So let's just check this out. This is basically the CNN panel of all the Republican <laughs> women who voted for Trump. You guys probably saw this already. They're just defending his tweets, basically women from Dallas don't see anything wrong with President Trump telling four Democratic Congresswomen to go back where they came from. He was saying that if they hate America so much because what we're seeing out of them and hearing out of them, they hate America. If it's so bad, there's a lot of places they can go. I'm a Browns. Okay, like I said, they're gonna, it's gonna be a lot of faux patriotism and name calling in no direction. Okay, not even even though that wasn't name calling, that was so straw man. And then they they're gonna continue to straw man, and then after they straw man, they're gonna be like, yeah, that's it. Like she was like, you know, if you hate America, you can leave. And from what they're saying, they hate America. Well, Elizabeth, what are they saying? What are they saying, Karen? What are they saying? Skinned woman. I am a legal immigrant. I agree with him. I don't think that's okay. Basically, what she was, she was, she just said, "I'm a brown-skinned woman and I'm an immigrant and I side with him." I, I hate how like people just the the right, even though they claim to be the ones who don't practice identity politics, they're so quick to defend something and make a premise off of, "Okay, my social identity." Yep. I'm Hispanic, so I agree with him. So yeah, I'm, I destroyed your point already. Like, no, you're just that just means you're Hispanic and stupid. Racist? To say no, not at all. No, actually, I think it's I, just no. It's a demonstration of how their ideology spills over. Even though they're American now, so to speak, they're not acting Americanly. I'm glad that the president said what he said because all they they're doing is 
it, they're, they're, it's, they're inciting hatred and division. And that's not what our country's about. We, it, it's, it's not about that at all. And but I don't... Like, okay, pick up on the fact that they haven't said nothing about actual policy yet. They said nothing about... Okay, they're saying Elon Omar is a bad person and, they, and she hates America. Same thing with AOC. But they're not saying what they're saying. Because that's the thing. They don't know what they're saying. They don't know what AOC says on the day-to-day. They don't know what people like Elon Omar say on the day-to-day. They literally get their points spoon-fed to them by the Republican Party. This is tribalism at its finest, bro. Let's continue this. What the president does with some of his own comments, his own racist comments. But he didn't say anything about color. We know the president is not racist. He, he loves people from, you know, Hispanics to black people all across the board. Let me just share with you the definition of racism from Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Mm-hmm. A belief that race is the primary determinant of human traits and capacities and that racial differences produce an inherent superiority of a particular race. Based on that definition, do you not think what the president has been saying? No, no. he, he dated a black woman for two years. Two of his wives are... See, again, that's what we're using social identity. Like, no. And it, for you to disprove this point, Meredith, you can't say that Donald Trump's ex-wives were black. And I don't, I don't know how true that is. I never heard it. It's shit. It's probably true. She's a Trump supporter. She knows about Trump more than I do. But you can't say that to prove that he's not a racist. The merits of why we think he's a racist because he literally told four congresswomen, congresswomen, three out of four of them who were actually born here to go back to their home countries. Why aren't you attacking that point? You're not saying anything about that point. When that's brought up, you just be like, oh, he's not racist. He loves black people. He loves... Okay, well, explain what he was saying in this point. You can't. Because it's absolutely racist, Meredith. It's absolutely racist. Immigrants. He is not a xenophobic racist. The first black billionaire is endorsing President Trump. Yeah. How can you call him racist? So these- and I bet you she don't even know who that black billionaire is. That's how racist she is. That's how fucking racist she is. Congressmen, these congressmen who said they ran for Congress, ran for office because they explicitly love this country, you're saying that's a lie. So yes. Yeah. You're lie. saying they hate this country. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you ever wrote these questions up? It's clearly that they're very manipulative to yep. accuse as a, in, in, instead of extracting the truth. It's a tactic. Because when you it say, is. you know, don't you think he's racist? You're accusing us. You're accusing him. I'm God asking. God. I'm not accusing. <clears throat> I'm asking you what but you think. And this is when they turn to absolute snowflakes. This is when the right turns into absolute snowflakes. When you're not insulting them, you're just asking them questions that mess up their framework. Framework to them, it feels like mental gymnastics. Like, oh, bro, no, no, no. What are you talking about? What are you talking? This is when they turn into a snowflake. We, okay, it's irrelevant. It has nothing to do with the real issue. It has nothing to do with the premise of the issues here. Exactly. And whatever someone... Catherine, what are the premise of the issues? You guys have said nothing about any issues. Even when you've pressed on why these four congresswomen are bad people. (laughs) The color of the four. Why do you keep... 
keep bringing it up. Do you think it's just a coincidence that yes. these four congresswomen that the president is going after, none of them are white? Yes, I don't think it matters. Yeah. It's idiotic well, also, what they're the saying. Thing, so it, it doesn't matter whether they're white, man, woman, brown, yellow, anything. Bobby, Bobby, because you look like a dude. So, Bobby, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what are they, what are they saying that's idiotic? That's again, like they they can't even pinpoint what exactly they're saying is idiotic. I wouldn't be surprised if none of these ladies actually knew all of their names. Like if if you ask these ladies, okay, what's the four congressmen women names like and where they're from? They wouldn't know any of that. They probably only know AOC. They probably couldn't even say Ocasio in AOC's name. They'll probably be a, a, a Alexandria Ocasio Ocasio like <laughs> Like, just admit it, all Republicans that I've seen so far, most of Republicans, they, they vote based off of this tribalism. So even when they're, they're fishing for Democratic talking points, they get it from Fox News. That's why liberals read Washington Post. Liberals watch things like Fox News. You see more liberals on Fox News. Than 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 right wing right wingers on CNN, and that's why. Now I still feel like this is state sponsored uh, media, and I I I I I still feel like you know we should support independent. I feel like we should support independent platforms, but you know CNN, they like yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised if CNN like this this video is gaslighting all the way. Um, I don't know how effective it'll be, but it's definite gaslighting because it's like, again, like I'm sure there's some smarter conservatives who could at least try. No, because smart conservatives that, you know, I, I, I've seen, they've actually came out and denounced Trump. Uh, but so, like I said, like, uh, CNN is definite gaslighting. So let's not go to CNN. Let's listen to somebody who is deemed somewhat of a technocrat somebody who could understand the Republican agenda so much. Uh, let's matter of fact, let's hear a representative talk about Donald Trump's tweets. Representative Kevin McCarthy. Hi, everyone. The debates are... Uh, that's Christine Gillibrand. I'll let you guys hear the ads because y'all know I'm on YouTube. Click here and take a survey to let me know your prayer. Mr. Leader, uh, were the president's tweets that said go back racist? Yes or no? No. And I do not believe the Speaker of the House was racist last week other when, when those individuals on her side of the aisle who are claiming the president's racist, when they claim she was racist either. I do not believe that. I believe this is about ideology. This is about socialism versus freedom. And it's very clear what the debate is happening. Um, I understand when I listened to their press conference yesterday, they talked more about impeachment than anything else. Even one of those individuals, this wasn't the first time they talked about impeachment. On the night of being sworn in, they brought all their supporters. Okay, I ooh ooh, I can't handle this shit. <laughs> okay, those CNN ladies, low key, took the smarter route than this motherfucker. Because even though they did, even though you can tell they didn't understand Democratic talking points, they didn't go there because they knew they didn't understand Democratic talking points. Kevin McCarthy just said this is about freedom or socialism. According to what socialist you talk to, that's probably the dumbest shit I've ever heard. 
Um, but let's rewind this because I want to give it get a chance to digest it again. Were the president's tweets that said "go back" racist? <clears throat> yes or no? No. And I do not believe the Speaker of the House was racist last week other when, when those individuals on her side of the aisle who are claiming the president's racist, when they claim she was racist either. Okay, first of all, no, they didn't. Again, I totally disagree that they even went after Pelosi at that direction. But basically, what AOC said, the optic is bad when you go after just four women of color. The optic is bad when you publicly just go after four women of color. When you have disagreement with other Democrats in the party, but you don't go like because Ro Connor totally believes in the same shit that AOC believes in, probably to the T. Probably if you match them on like an ideology, like, you know, an ideal uh, uh, spectrum uh, uh, of ideals, you'll probably see that. Oh, well, Ro Connor and AOC are kind of have like the same ideologies. But she didn't call out Ro Connor. And that's what AOC was saying. Actually, AOC was AOC was even asked afterwards, do you think Pelosi is racist? And she said no. So no, nobody thinks Pelosi is racist. And you getting your, again, Kevin, you're getting your talking point from your de- demagogue boss, which is Donald Trump. So it's like, basically like, it's not that the CNN women had better, uh, you know, actually you know did the smarter thing which is not actually go towards the issues because they don't understand the issues this is the hierarchy thing you got hierarchy of demagogues you have the voters the representatives and then the president i do not believe that i believe this is about ideology this is about socialism versus freedom and it's very clear what the debate is happening um i understand when i listened to their press conference yesterday They talked more about impeachment than anything else. Even one of those individuals, this wasn't the first time they talked about impeachment. On the night of being sworn in, they brought all their supporters together. And they spoke about impeachment in words that I will not use here. This is more from their basis about politics. And it's unfortunate. We should get back to the business of America. Okay, when you talk about, when they were talking about impeachment, I love how he said, okay, And they said words that I won't use here as if because, you know, Fox News had this thing to where, like, they talked about Elon Omar's address being profanity laced. Yeah. All the profanity that she used was that came out of straight of straight out of Donald Trump's mouth, straight out of Donald Trump's mouth. So. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, Elon Omar, my girl, actually, if you ask me, Elon Omar is the most progressive woman in the caucus i mean who has the highest profile i mean she's on it <laughs> she's on it and i don't feel like she's uh, uh anti-semitic or whatever but yeah um i want to hear one more trump supporter talk uh and this is gonna be trump's ex communications director trump's uh notorious cock gobbler anthony scaramucci president trump again today defending his racist tweets against those four freshmen 
Congresswomen of Color. Uh, joining me now for his reaction is the former White House Communications Director uh, under President Trump, Anthony Scaramucci. Anthony, it's always good to see you. Uh, today you called the President's tweets racist and unacceptable. Why do you think he's saying these things? Well, I mean, David Axelrod probably has a better read on that than me. He's a better a political strategist. I mean, he's obviously trying to trigger people and maybe he's trying to engage his base. I mean, maybe, maybe that's going to be a successful strategy for 2020, but I think a more successful strategy would be to focus on the growth in the economy and policies and go after moderates and independents uh, that I think he needs. If you look at the electoral college map, he needs those people to win. So uh, the, the comments are reprehensible. The fact that more people are not speaking out about it, I actually find astonishing. It doesn't mean I don't like the president. I like the president, raised money for him, obviously went to go wor work for him for great sacrifice. When I got fired and obliterated, Jay, I never lost my loyalty to the president right. or his team, and I stayed right out there. So, but when you're talking like that, uh, you know, my grandparents, who may their souls rest in peace, would be wickedly upset at me if I didn't speak out against it. Because when Italian Americans got here, or as Irish Americans and others, this country is a mosaic. Many times uh, in the 1920s, my grandparents were told to go back to the country that they came from. And so he's the leader of the free world. He absolutely knows better than that, and he should have an intervention. There should be a group of people that really like Oh, shit. Is Anthony Scaramucci actually giving an, an objective opinion on Donald Trump? Kim, uh, that sit around him instead of listening to this nonsense, tell him straight up, hey, you can't talk like that because you're going to alienate people that want to vote for you. And so... David Axelrod uh, mentioned suburban women. Mm -hmm. He got 52% of the white women's vote. Uh, that sort of language is very bullying. And so uh, uh, women around the country of all colors are trying to teach their kids about anti-bullying. You've got the leader of the free world saying bullying-ish, uh, Neanderthal-ish, racist comments. Uh, let's call it for what it is, okay? You can still be friends with a guy, but you can disagree with what he's saying. And for me, you know, at the end of the day, I, I hate this litmus test. Well, you've got to be 100% switched on for Trump or 100% in his camp. Otherwise, you're not in his camp. That's also a bunch of nonsense. And so it reminds me of what Mayor Koch used to say. If you agree with me 9 out of 12 times, vote for me. But if you agree with me 12 out of 12 times, you need a psychiatrist. And so <laughs> the point being is that you're, you're never going to agree with everybody all the time. But The point being Anthony Scaramucci. All right, I ain't gonna listen to anything else you say because you're a fucking dweeb and a fucking corporatist. But, oh my God, Anthony Scaramucci hit it dead on the head, man. Basically, what he's saying is like, okay, bro. If you want to win, you have a clear path to victory. All you have to do is talk about how good the economy is doing on a face value. Because the other, they, uh, we already understand, you know, from my episode and from my podcast and what I tell you guys, that our econ economic indicators are absolutely shit. So Donald Trump is doing absolutely shit for this country. But if you have a simple statistic like that, like job growth or, you know, shit like that or lab labor participation rate, like, yeah, say that. Say that, even though it could get debunked. Move off of that because that'll be an easier campaign promise to move off of. And you'll actually have a, like Scaramucci said, between like independents, like apolitical independents, you'll have a higher favor of actually getting voted for.
Because they're going to say, oh, well, maybe his policy is doing something. And then Scaramucci goes on to say that, you know, there shouldn't be this litmus test to be a Donald Trump fan or to be a Donald Trump supporter. And I absolutely agree with that. If you look, if you're a Donald Trump supporter, fine. That that that's that that's your choice. And I, even though I will never be that daltish and imbecilic, you can choose that if you want to. But what Scaramucci is saying here is like, don't be a tribalist. Don't don't follow yourself blindly. Like he said, the the quote from that guy. I forgot who. I actually gonna. I'm actually gonna rewind that. Uh, rewind that. Because I want to know who said that. Because that's that's actually a good saying. He said, if you agree with me 9 out of 12 times, 8 out of 12 times, vote for me. But if you agree with me 12 out of 12 times, then you probably need a psychiatrist. And it, it, and, and that is so awesome because I feel like a lot of people just when, when they're, you know, discussing, you know, shit like this, they just think about sides. They don't think about actual theory and just... You know, they don't think for themselves. You know, the, I like place away aside actual theory. Like you don't have to be this theorist who just looks up, you know, you know, understands all the factions in socialism, understands uh, things like uh, anarcho syndicalism, shit like that. You don't have to be that. But just be somebody who thinks for themselves thinks for themselves and you know and and do not allow these technocrats people who are put in higher positions to think for you because when you do that when you start actually arguing with people who don't actually you know agree with you you end up sounding like a tribalist who don't understand their the premise of their argument because it's been spoon-fed to them and, and and the bad thing about that is that the type of argument that's been spoon fed to you is this straw manned democratic argument. This 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 straw man of them telling you what the Democrats are saying. That's but that's been the Republican agenda the whole time. Like even with the and and this is why objectively I will always be a Democrat because all the time every time the Democrats told me about what the Republicans want. I would go to the Republican side. And I was like, "Oh shit, they really want that." When Democrats would tell me, "Republicans don't care about health care," they did this shit with the Heritage Foundation, but they don't really care about health care. Go to the Republican Party. Oh shit, they really don't care about health care. And the Republican Party kind of has some white evangelistic, evangelistic and uh, social conservative ways. So I will go to the right. I will go to the Republican Party. I was like, damn, these people are socially conservative. But when I would go, when I would, like I said earlier in the episode, when I was more of a fiscal conservative, always a Democrat, but more of a fiscal conservative, um, I would ask, uh, you know, Republicans like, you know, OK, so what Democrats believe? You know, they'll be like, you know. One of my Republican high school teachers straight up told me that, um, <laughs> I don't want to call nobody out, but straight up told me Obama was a socialist. Like, Barack Obama a socialist? Are you fucking serious? But, I mean, I see, like, so my basic point is, is that the Republican Party main tool 
ever since the new contract of uh with America has been to alter the democratic argument tell their voters what democrats want say socialism don't define socialism and just leave it at that and and so then their when their voters come to debate leftist voters they become like snowflakes because they don't understand like Whoa, 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 what you mean? Like, because you've been spoon-fed the wrong argument for so long. Just think, bro. That's all I gotta say. Just think, don't think. That's all. Just think. But, um, this was a cool episode. I really like this. Um, if you like this episode, please like, share it, show your friends, show everybody. And um, remember to follow us at E2 The Podcast at um, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. E2 The Podcast at Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And give us all the suggestions, all the questions that you guys have. And um, hopefully we can start getting, you know, you know, some people on the show soon. Um, I really reached out uh, for that religious episode, um, that religious series that I want to do over, you know, um, good faith conversations over religions. So I really hope I get a lot of response from that. But um, I hope you guys enjoyed today. And I love you. Peace out.